Good evening. Thank you for coming. Uh, this, this morning we mentioned that uh, there's a couple different elements or dimensions of Yom Yerushalayim uh, that we celebrate. So we use the model of Hanukkah that we said that, number one, there was a military victory, one that was uh, very much not expected, so much so we've talked in the past that they were like, Lo Alenu, they were digging graves in public parks, uh, assuming that they were going to have to fill them. Thank God that was uh, not the case. So there was a miraculous military victory. But on top of that, we had the reunification of the city of Yerushalayim, uh, other cities as well, but specifically the city of Yerushalayim, uh, which we assume is of uh, great uh, significance as far as it is the uh, home of the, or I guess the place, the Makom Hamikdash, where the Ben Hamikdash once stood, and therefore it has a certain element of sanctity. There is yet another dimension which uh, comes into play, I guess, in theory already last year, but uh, specifically, uh, I, don't know if we, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it, so we should point out that uh, Rav Herschel Schechter, he uh, explains that Yerushalayim really has two, uh, uh, I guess, aspects, two dimensions to it. Number one, it has, uh, it is an extension of the Kedusha of the Mikdash. So uh, we know the Beit HaMikdash is special and it's unique and it's holy and it's sanctified in its own way. And Yerushalayim gets some of that. Where do we see that playing out? So in a few different areas, but I guess one of the prime examples is that we know that certain korbanot can be consumed only within the area of the Beit HaMikdash, but other korbanot can be consumed even within the city of Yerushalayim. Never beyond the city of Yerushalayim, but within the city of Yerushalayim, so certain korbanot shlamim can be consumed in the city of Yerushalayim. What's the significance of Yerushalayim? Again, it sort of uh, takes some of the kedusha of the Mikdash and spreads it outward within its gates. So number one, it has kedusha of Mikdash. And number two, it also has what Rav Shechter calls the Kiryat Melech Rav. It's also the national capital of the Jewish people. Now that's uh, significant for a lot of different reasons. Even if you look, when David uh, decides he's going to move his throne to the city of Yerushalayim, it's not even so clear why he does it. It's not like he said, oh, I know from reading in the Torah that Yerushalayim is supposed to be this special, amazing place. No, it seems like maybe it was politically motivated. That seems to be the best place for, without getting into all the details as to why that may have been, it seems like it was politically motivated. Part of it has to do with the city of Yerushalayim serving as the national center, the capital city of the Jewish people. And in fact, even if you look in our davening, so the bracha of v'li Yerushalayim yircha, we mentioned a few different ideas. So we say that we ask, we want Hashem to build it up. We want you to restore the kisei David. The Malchut, we want this to, again, Yerushalayim to be the city uh, or the national capital of the Jewish people. But we also ask Hashem, we want you to dwell within it. Presumably that's talking about the Mikdash, the fact that it has that element as well. So we see both these ideas. If you continue your Shemona Esther, we have the bracha of Et Semach David, right? Tefillah, uh, again, that we should have the Malchut Beit David. But we also have a bracha of Ritze, where we talk about restoring the service of the Beit HaMikdash. So we find both of these elements playing out in the city of Yerushalayim. It's number one, an extension of the Kedusha of the Mikdash. It's also the national capital of the Jewish people. There are many, many different uh, practical consequences uh, for these two different ideas. We don't have to go through uh, all of them right now. Uh, if you're interested, uh, I could tell you where in the Ikveyat uh, zone you can find uh, all the different practical consequences. But it's uh, really important to note, Rav Schechter, I don't remember when he wrote the Sefer, I'm, I'm guessing at some point in the mid-90s, he has a little footnote uh, right at the beginning of this piece where he says, you should know it's, uh, America does not recognize the city of Yerushalayim as the capital of uh, the land of Israel. So he says that maybe that's a good thing. Some suggest, well, if we don't have a Malchut Beit David, we don't have the actual kingdom of David, so then there's no reason for anyone to recognize it as the national capital because it's only significant as uh, a national capital is when we have our Malchut, we have our kingdom over there. He says others suggest that, no, it, 
ideally, we would like to have Malchut Beit David, but even if we have an autonomous, a sovereign state of the land of Israel, so it's good that the, they should recognize the uh, city of Yerushalayim as its national capital as well. So, again, we're not, we don't get political here at the Beach Rekila, so whether you agreed with the decision or not, whether you liked the guy who made the decision or not, whether you voted for the guy or not, it's very, very important to us to recognize that the fact that the United States of America, arguably the most powerful country at least for now, until China takes us over, right? The most powerful country on earth, the fact that it recognizes the city of Yerushalayim as the national capital of the land of Israel, or of, I would argue, the Jewish people, that's of great, great significance. And perhaps, again, another step in the process of the Geulah. Again, I'm not saying I necessarily would have advised uh, President Trump to make that decision. Uh, so you don't have to see this as, oh, it's political. It's not political at all purely religious. The city of Yerushalayim not only has the sanctity of Mikdash, but also represents our national capital. So again, if you want to know more about that, come see me. But it's just an additional dimension that we should be celebrating today. Again, taking the opportunity to thank Hashem for the great miracles of 1967 and the process of Geulah that has started from 1948 and played all the way through until now. Rabbi Hanan ibn Kashomer,